When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you looking for a stress-free summer? HelloFresh sends you foolproof step-by-step recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients to make mealtimes a summer breeze. Get 16 free meals plus three free gifts with code MLM16 at hellofresh.com MLM16. It's the middle of summer and there's nothing better than sitting inside an air-conditioned house, watching some TV or playing games and ideally not being bothered by anyone. But while you sit on your couch, flipping through soap operas, playing games, or maybe listening to one of my episodes, you get a knock at the door. Begrudgingly, you get up to answer and find a sweaty, tired-looking 20-something-year-old with a gleaming smile. They say, hello, I'm here to talk to you about this wonderful security system called Vivint. I noticed you don't have a security system sign out front. Can I talk to you about this wonderful product? As you look around, you see that everyone else in your area all seems to have these little security signs or stickers. And you start to think about it. Should you have one too? You decided to listen to the salesperson for just a little bit longer. What could the harm be? You're just listening after all. They seem incredibly excited and maybe just a hair pushy. They tell you that you need this system, that everyone else has one and you'll regret it if you don't join. After listening intently, you decide to sign up. Maybe you're just one of those people that have trouble telling aggressive salespeople no, or maybe they actually convinced you. But either way, the salesperson whips out a handy dandy tablet equipped with all of your information and starts to set up your account. And don't worry if you can't pay the thousand dollars or so it takes to set up this new handy dandy security system. You're just one quick credit check away from being approved for financing options. But oh no, your credit is absolute dog crap. Well, don't worry about that either because they also have a solution. They'll just take someone else's credit information and use it on your account, easy peasy. It may be a stranger's stolen information they use or one of your relatives, but either way, you are 100% guaranteed to be approved. So, ta-da! You don't have to worry about paying your bills on time either because if your loan or financing goes into default, they'll simply blame the other person whose credit information they stole. Of course, they don't come right out and tell you this. They just tell you everything looks great, you're approved, and you're ready to set up the security system of your dreams. As it turns out, the tale I just shared is actually based in reality because this is the way it went down when a Vivint employee showed up on the doorstep of one of their prospective clients. Pushy salespeople, credit fraud, and a plethora of other lies. So how is it that a security company seems to be one of the least secure companies possible? And how are they still growing? What the hell is going on here? Hello everyone, and welcome to Multilevel Mondays. I'm the Illuminati, and today we're going to be talking about the security company with no security in their business practices, Vivint. Did we like that? Was that a pun? I don't know, I like the way that flowed. That, that felt clever to me. I'm gonna just give myself a pat on the back for that one. No matter where you live, we all worry about the safety and security of our home and the people in it. That's why we've created a totally connected system of smart home and security products that lets you know what's going on in your home, like smart sensors for your windows and doors. 
Now, as the years have gone by, we have watched home security and smart home companies absolutely take over the world. It's nearly impossible to drive past a house without seeing a little ring camera plastered on a door in place of a doorbell, a security sign, or some kind of sticker glistening in the window. At first, Vivint, founded by Todd Peterson under the name of APX, was simply a door-to-door sales company. The pushy salespeople were often young, paid on commission, and worked during the hottest months of the year to try and convince anyone they found to sign up to other home security companies like ADT and Protection One. After a couple years, they got their big boy business pants in order and started selling their own security systems. No more being the middleman for anyone. But unfortunately, that's pretty much exactly around the same time where they started to have problems with their own company, kind of right from the beginning. And I know this is shocking, but if you hire people to only work one season a year and only pay them commission, they may do a few things that break the law to get people to sign contracts. I know, I know, who could have guessed it? Well, almost instantly, complaints started rolling in that salespeople were going a little too beyond being pushy. They were downright aggressive. They sold a dream of a perfect opportunity for homeowners with no way to back that up. The lawsuits came flying in from accusations of unlicensed contractors to false promises they made to customers and more. But despite all of this, the founder claimed, we don't condone any aggressive style sales, but there is no such thing as a sale process that doesn't have some aggressiveness to it. Otherwise, you're not going to sell anything. And yeah, he may be right, but APX, which turned into Vivint in 2011, seemed to take that just a couple steps further. Their relationship with their former partners has certainly taken a turn for the worse. And these aggressive sales tactics, otherwise just known as straight up lying at this point, probably have a lot to do with it. The two companies have battled it out in court multiple times over Vivint misleading and stealing ADT customers. In 2017, after receiving over a thousand complaints from customers about Vivint salespeople misleading them with false statements and promises to make them switch, ADT decided to sue Vivint. Only one year later, Vivint agreed to settle the lawsuit for a whopping $10 million. But here's the question, did that stop them from doing this again? No, no, it didn't. Now this time, ADT didn't just have customer complaints to go off of, they had video. In Maryland, an ADT customer opened her door to find two men waiting for her. The first flashed a smile and a badge, and he said he was licensed by the police and helping with crime prevention. And this feels dangerously close to impersonating a police officer, but we're gonna just kind of step over that point for just a moment. Now, this man goes on to explain that he's with Vivint, but don't worry, he assures the homeowner, he wasn't there to sell her anything, just to inform her of a change because according to him, ADT had been sold and he was there to switch her security system. There's just one teensy tiny little problem. ADT hadn't been sold at all. There was no need for this person to switch companies and the salesperson was just blatantly lying. All of this, by the way, was caught on video and it was handed over to the Maryland Assistant Attorney General, Karen Strawn, which as you can probably guess, found various things disconcerting with the interaction. The salesperson clearly made a false and misleading statement, violating the Consumer Protection Act, and took over a minute to identify himself, the company, and what he was doing at the person's door in the first place. All big no-nos in the world of sales. Mike, please let me speak to you. Hi. Mike, please nice to meet you. I'm working with the crime prevention. I'm not selling anything. ADT sold their company. But wait, there's more. The wild escapades of the Vivint sales team continued into Washington, D.C. as well. This time, the salesperson chose to use a different strategy to lie and mislead customers. 
When the salesperson arrived at the loyal ADT customer's door, they made them aware that they were simply upgrading her equipment. This was all free, they told her. No need to pay those pesky ADT bills anymore. The salesperson told her she could just ignore those from now on. Despite the consistent lies and attempts to stealthily steal customers from their past business partners, Vivint has yet to face any consequences for its behavior in Maryland. Though I have a funny feeling that they probably will eventually, considering they are literally on video lying their asses off. Now, the battle between Vivint and ADT is just heating up as they continue their security war, filing lawsuit after lawsuit, countersuit after countersuit over their patents and a bunch of other kind of security things. But it's not just ADT that Vivint has screwed over throughout the years. No, it's regular everyday people too. Evidently, one of the company's all-time favorite pastimes is literally just breaking the law to get people signed up through all types of loopholes. Just what you want from a security company, right? In January, 2021, Vivint found themselves involved in another lawsuit. This time, they were fighting with the United States Justice Department. Once again, their sales representatives had been found lying to put a pretty penny in their pockets. This time, they signed people up, not by telling them they were upgrading their service or claiming they were licensed by police. Instead, they found a way to help out the people that couldn't afford the service. If they happened upon a person that didn't have the funds to join the company and invest in security, sales representatives found a way to make it seem like they did have the funds. And how did they do this, you may ask? Well, some sales representatives would use their own money to pay for the down payment. And while at first glance, this seems very nice of them, it's illegal. Also, they were really doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. They were doing it to get a buck. The down payment was nothing compared to the commission they would get. So it was a little like, you're gonna have to spend money to make money situation. Of course, these representatives doing this wouldn't tell the financial institutions the customers probably couldn't afford the payments. Instead, they made up false statements so financial institutions would provide financing. So, and this is all just me speculating here, it seems entirely likely that this caused their customers to fall behind on payments if they truly couldn't afford it and it wasn't just a poor credit situation, therefore putting them into more debt. So the salespeople and the company could make a little extra dough off of them, even if it means actually hurting them in the long term. Again, I didn't find exact proof of this, but I would assume this is what happened at least once or twice. Anyway, doing this is in fact illegal and violates something called the Financial Institutions Reform, Recovery and Enforcement Act, AKA FERIA. And I don't know how to pronounce that, but almost immediately, Vivint and the DOJ reached an agreement to rectify the situation. The company would pay a $3.2 million fee and poof, the problem would be gone. After reaching the agreement, a Vivint spokesperson said, In addition to cooperating with the DOJ, we have addressed the issues and continue to strengthen our compliance policies, practices, and procedures. Now, does anyone wanna take a venture, a wild guess, a shot in the dark perhaps about how long it took the company to get in trouble again? If you guess six months, you're wrong. If you guess three months, congratulations, you are the winner. This time, they decided to take the whole helping people get credit a couple steps forward, ruining the credits of innocent victims to sign people up for an account. The big bank headline this morning, Wells Fargo fined nearly $200 million for setting up millions of fake accounts. Rebecca Jarvis has the details. She joins us with all that. Do you remember back in 2016 when Wells Fargo found itself in one of the biggest banking scandals that has like ever happened ever? They just casually decided to create millions of both savings and checking accounts for people without telling them anything or asking for approval. And after years of hiding it, customers finally discovered the scheme and it wound up costing the company $3 billion. 
which as a side note, I know, I do plan on covering Wells Fargo. I absolutely promise you, I wouldn't give you this little juicy bit of information if you didn't know it yet, and then just not go through with it. We are looking into it. It's gonna take a little bit of time, but we will be doing a Wells Fargo episode. Don't you worry about that. Well, Vivint decided it would actually be fun to follow in Wells Fargo's lead for some unknown reason. Except this time, instead of setting up random fake accounts for people to boost sales, they decided it would be way cooler and more awesome to steal random people's credit information so those with poor credit could just borrow them to set up a new security account. The scam basically works like this. A Vivint salesperson would come to your home, bright eye and bushy tailed ready to sell you a top of the line security system. After some convincing and considering their reputation, probably some carefully constructed lies or stretching of the truth, you agree to join. But what if you don't have the credit to pay for the system? Well, don't you worry, cutie patootie. They have two handy ways to make sure every customer, no matter their credit situation, gets approved. The first is called white paging. Basically, the salesperson would put up a white pages app and look at some names and find the perfect victim to steal their credit information. All they needed was someone that had a relatively similar name or even better, the same name, and they were ready to go. Soon, the sales representatives would steal that person's credit history, put the new person's address as previous, and just like that, the person standing in the door was now approved. If that didn't work, they went a different route. If a prospective customer couldn't pass the credit check, they were simply asked to provide the name of someone they knew. Do you got a rich uncle, a well-off best friend, maybe just a wealthy acquaintance? Do they have good credit? Excellent. Their names could be added to your account as unwilling and unnotified co-signers. It's no wonder this company is one of the biggest providers of security in the United States and Canada, or that they have more than 1.5 million customers. It's pretty easy to grow your customer base when you're lying, cheating, and stealing, and quite literally in this case. Now, you may be wondering if Vivint was using other people's credit to set up accounts for new customers. What happened if that person stopped paying their bills? Surely it would impact their credit and not the unsuspecting victim, right? No. If the person using the service stopped paying their bills, Vivint would refer the third party to debt collectors, not the actual customer. So John Doe could be innocently sitting on his couch, minding his business, listening to whatever, and then suddenly get hit with a debt collection notice because some person who shared a similar name as him used his credit. The irony of all of this being like problems with a security company is too insane that it just, it almost doesn't sound real. Vivint is basically a security company that seems to be one of the least secure companies ever. It's their job to protect people and they do the exact opposite. I would say it's funny if putting people in debt collection didn't absolutely derail lives. Debt collection is no joke and it's especially no joke when you're not even the person responsible for it. So whatever happened to the founder saying he didn't condone aggressive sales tactics, that they didn't stand for these types of abuses? Surely if they knew this was going on, they would have fired those people responsible and made it right, right? Well, again, no. No, they didn't do that. As it turns out, they knew exactly what was going on and had a nifty little plan to make it seem like they were doing something about it when in fact, they were doing nothing. But here are all the things with scams. Usually, even if they're trying really, 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 really hard to hide them, they're doing all the sneaky things you can think of. They will eventually come to light and usually they are discovered by people who will make you pay for it. Fortunately, that's exactly what happened to Vivint when the Federal Trade Commission decided to finally step in. In April, 2021, the FTC decided to absolutely rock Vivint's world and file a complaint against them detailing the credit stealing scheme. The complaint started off simple, offering an explanation for why or how this could have happened. 
As I mentioned before, the salespeople were working all on commission. As it turns out, that commission was one hell of a motivator, especially since the company sold it as a lucrative summer job. So people would do anything to make that sweet, sweet cash. Of course, that anything included stealing people's credit information, but it wasn't all on the salespeople. Vivint actually knew what was going on and considering they were acquired by a special interest acquisition company in a deal valued at $4.2 billion, they also had a hell of a motivator to pump up those sales numbers. According to the FTC, the company had known about the white paging issue for over five years. After learning what was going on in 2016, they started off by doing the right thing. They fired the employees responsible. But at some point, they must've thought to themselves, so what if it's super illegal and immoral? We're making bank and they decided to hire the sales representatives right back. At first, the rehired employees worked at a sister company for a year, and then they were put right back on the sales path the following season to continue illegally making the company millions of dollars. Rohit Chopra from the FTC said, like in the Wells Fargo fake account scheme, Vivint knew the alleged fraud, but did little to address the problem. It appears that management turned a blind eye to the scam because the company could pump up its sales figures in ways that could help score a higher valuation when going public. There's nothing like finding proof that a company started off doing the right thing, thought of the money, and then turned around and did the completely wrong thing. And I get it, money makes the world go round, whatever, whatever. But they had to know that they would get discovered eventually, right? But still, they went right on ahead, allowing their employees to steal innocent people's information, placing their livelihood at risk for their own personal gain. And of course, when the FTC stepped in, they pointed out that the company had been breaking all types of laws for several years. They violated the Fair Credit Reporting Act when they stole credit reports, and they violated the red flags rule, which requires companies to implement an identity theft protection program. So not only were they stealing other people's identities, they left other people's information wide open for more people to come in and steal it. So great job, very secure, good good one. The FTC came ready to go with proof and a 21 page complaint detailing exactly what the most insecure security company was up to. Not surprisingly, this led to a pretty quick settlement so that Vivint could try and save their own ass. In what became the largest monetary judgment for an FTC FCRA case to date, the settlement required Vivint to shell out $20 million as punishment for their immoral and illegal actions. Of that, 15 million would be paid as a civil penalty and 5 million would go to customers. And I feel like possibly, just maybe, that should be the other way around. But I mean, something is better than nothing, I guess. Additionally, Vivint would have some new rules they had to follow to make sure that this doesn't happen yet again. Now, first, they would have to put in an employee monitoring system. I didn't find if this would be an outside monitoring system or an internal one. Somehow, if it's internal to the company, that doesn't make me feel as warm and comfy as I would hope to be in this situation. Clearly, we know this company isn't the best at monitoring themselves or their employees, and I don't have much faith that they would suddenly get better at it after having to pay $20 million, which barely makes a dent in their $1 billion market cap as of right now, so whatever. It's just stupid. It's just stupid amounts of big money that just doesn't hurt a company. Sorry, I just get a little like frustrated over it, but I digress. Somehow, I still manage to find myself concerned that they won't actually improve as much as we want them to. But you know, maybe they'll prove me wrong, maybe. They were also required to set up an identity theft prevention program. You know, the little thing that they should have had in the very fucking first place. They should have also had to have a customer service task force, which verifies that accounts belong to the right people before they send things over to debt collectors. Like 
wow, what what a great improvement. Like, great job, guys. The, the bare minimum, you finally, finally made it to the fucking bar. Good job. Now, as for right now, I'm not sure how people receive their settlement money or if anyone has received any money back. In the FTC report, they provide a link for email updates, but that's about it. Hopefully people can either get their money back or get this false delinquency report off of their credit. While lawsuits and credit fraud seems to be their favorite pastime, that's not the whole story for the security company. As you might imagine, it doesn't exactly have the best reviews from its loyal customers. So let's go through some of the worst, which can be found on a website dedicated exclusively to Vivint's awfulness. And before we get into some of those firsthand accounts from their actual customers, let's take a quick moment to thank today's sponsors. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Now, a fair amount of you know that I used to live in Italy and I can still speak the language decently okay. Like I can get around the country just fine. But uh, I also at one point tried to take French and that was a nightmare. And as many of you know, from hearing me ever pronounce any French word ever, it's not good. It's very bad. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Now, I obviously have kind of switched between picking up Italian again and picking up French. And oh my God, I am struggling so hard with French. I, I don't know what it is. French does not connect in my mind, but damn it, I am trying with Babbel so hard. Now, Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were actually created by over 100 different language experts. Plus with Babbel's speech recognition technology, it helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to the lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes, which very cool, by the way, if you've never done those, it just feels a lot more connected. Plus it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee. So right now, if you wanna start learning a new language, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash MLM. Again, that's babbel.com slash MLM. And um, I know I said sponsors, but I realized there's no second sponsor. So um, I can be the second sponsor for myself. Hello. Did you guys know that I stream? I I know I took a break because of the whole surgery shenanigans, but um, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Illuminati. And then I upload those into kind of bit-sized bits over on the Illuminati channel. So it's like my name Illuminati, but instead of the T-I-I at the end, it's T-E-A. I thought that was really clever. And then I'm also kind of starting to upload some like TikToks over on TikTok, obviously. So um, it's just Illuminati over there. So yeah, if you wanna check me out on any of the social media, catch a live stream, I'll see you there. Open accounts in your name without you even knowing about it. Well, the federal government says that's precisely what happened to some people thanks to the salespeople at Utah-based Vivint Smartphones. Crump isn't the only person who wound up with mysterious Vivint accounts. According to this federal lawsuit filed now. If you search Vivint reviews on Google, you'll come across a goldmine of pissed off customers complaining about the customer service, the shady business dealings, and even the product itself. But there is something about Vivint that particularly sticks out to me. And that's the fact that there's a literal website dedicated to pissed off customers. That's right. If you Google reviews, you'll be directed to a website called vivint.pissconsumer.com. On there, you're gonna find a plethora of information on how consumers have been wronged by the company. 
On the first page alone, you'll see that there are 420,000 in claimed losses on just this one review site. There are 831 reviews and only four, and that's right, four out of 831 have been resolved. I'm not good at math, but I'm pretty sure that's less than 1% of the reviews. And that's real, real, real bad. That's like a zero, zero, one, maybe. I'm not gonna get too into the math. That's gonna make me look real bad. But anyway, some discuss the sales tactics used by the company. One person wrote in June of this year, complaining about the persistence of the salespeople. Remember, this is all after those lawsuits regarding their tactics. In the review, they write that two people came to their door trying to sell. When the person asked the salespeople to leave, they told them they needed to calm down and listen. When they finally left, the reviewer felt relieved, that is, until they went outside later and found a note. If you don't like people knocking on your door, you should probably get a doorbell camera from Vivint. There was a smiley face and all attached to the note. And what kind of creepy ass inappropriate thing is that? That's all types of weird to leave a note. And it sounds vaguely threatening to me too, after someone has told you no repeatedly. So say it with me guys, no means no. Just let it go and go along your merry way, selling your shitty security systems to someone else. But do you also remember those shady sales tactics with ADT customers? Well, those reviews are on here too. When one customer was told they were given 30 days to try Vivint equipment on a free trial with free cancellation, they agreed. And I mean, why not? It's free. If you like it, you can keep it. And if you don't, then you can get rid of it. Well, it turns out it wasn't as simple as it was made out to be. First off, it took 10 days for their equipment to arrive and the tech had to come to their house three separate times. And then when they called the customer service line, you know, the people that were put in charge to make sure sales representatives weren't lying or swindling customers, they told the customer they had three days to cancel or they would have to pay $4,000 for the equipment. And you heard me right, 4,000, four, zero, zero, zero. The sales representative also told the now fuming mad customer that Vivint would pay for them to cancel ADT. But of course, shockingly, They would not, that was a lie. Who would have ever guessed? After multiple calls to customer service and their loyalty department, they were finally promised a $1,000 gift card to cover the ADT fee. They haven't updated, so I don't know if they ever got that, but their final recommendation, double check your contracts and don't sign up on the spot. As we've learned, sales representatives lie. And there are plenty of reviews just like that over and over. People say that Vivint sales team members lied to them. Then there are people that spontaneously had money taken out of their bank accounts without their knowledge because their payment plans were spontaneously changed by the company for equipment that barely worked in the first place. Or there are those that canceled their plan, paid their balance in full, and still had their balance reported to the credit bureau because it was apparently processing. There seems to be no end to these people's lies, deceitful practices, and lack of security. If anything, Vivint should be considered an anti-security company because that seems to be all they're good at. My main question is, why are they even allowed to keep doing this shit? It all just screams scam. I just feel like in a couple of years, we're gonna have to update this episode because it's finally gonna come out that they were actually like a full on Ponzi scheme or something like, I don't know, but something is wrong here. But for right now, and for today's episode, this is where they are. They're going to live to scam another day, unfortunately. With all of that being said, that is where we're going to end today's episode of Multi-Level Mondays. I hope you learned something new. And if you did, make sure you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And if you're watching over on youtube.com, please make sure to hit that bell notification when you subscribe so that you can be notified every time I upload a new episode. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Multi-Level Mondays, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.